Hello, and welcome to the Church on the Hill podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, we invite you to join us live this Sunday at 500 Sands Drive in San Jose, California. Visit churchonthehill.com for service times and directions, and also to learn more about connecting, growing, and serving at Church on the Hill. Now, please enjoy our sermon at Church on the Hill. All right, well, welcome and Happy New Year. It is officially 2023. Uh, It is exciting to see you guys, and it's kind of special. It is literally the first day of the year, and we get to spend it together. Uh, As you can tell, there's some people that chose not to spend it with us, so they're lost. Uh, But as I was thinking about that this morning, sorry, that wasn't this morning. I wasn't doing anything but sleeping this morning because I wanted to do as much of that as possible because my kids no longer fall for New York New Year. It doesn't happen. Uh, No longer trickable. So as I was preparing for this, I realized this morning is probably going to be different than most mornings. There's a low probability that we're going to have people that just kind of come to church every once in a while that just choose, eh, January 1st, that's one that I'm going to show up for. And so what I realized was, for the most part, what we're going to have in the room today is the people that are here on a consistent basis that feel like this church is their home, that probably give, that serve, that do a lot of the different things that make this church run, and it gives us a unique opportunity to talk in a way that we usually don't get to because we're usually not in this setting, right? You guys agree? I mean, we look around. I, I know most of these faces. And so the first thing that I wanted to start with was just this. I want to thank you guys. You are the ones that show up on a regular basis. You are the ones that financially give. As I look around, I see a lot of community group leaders. And you guys are probably the people that have the most significant spiritual influence in the life of almost every single person in your group. I look around and I see some of the middle school and high school leaders, and you guys give so much time because students take time. You go on trips, you go on vacation, you give up vacation time to go on those trips. You spend so much time investing. I see the people that are on the elder board, that are on the missions committee, that are on the women's team, that are on all these different things for all the people that are making the service run. And I apologize for all the ones that I'm going to forget. But I just wanted to let you know how meaningful it is. You guys have probably heard me say this before. Churches never run on the leadership team or the pastors. It is always the volunteers that make a church special and that make it run. And I think this morning, for the most part, what I'm doing is talking to most of you. I realize that some of you may not be in that category, and that's fine. We're excited you're here. I'm surprised you're here, but I'm excited you're here. But for those of you that give all that time, that put in all that energy, that pray for this church and for the people in your group and for the leadership team, that give, that do all those different things, thank you for your impact. Thanks for what you do, because what you don't understand is how much of an influence and how much of an impact it actually makes. I'm in a really unique situation because I get to be the community group's pastor and the pastor of a lot of other things, too. But that means I hear a lot of the stories. And to see the way people's lives are getting impacted and changed because of you guys as the volunteers, it means a ton. And also to know that, you know, for us as a leadership team, to have those people 
that pray for us, that are committed to us, that are with peers with us, that do this side-by-side. Ministry can be hard enough, but to have people you know you can rely on changes everything. To have people you know that are in your corner changes everything. For some of you guys, there's a family in the church that my family gets to go on some vacation sometimes because they let us use the cabin. You invest in our lives, and I just want to say thank you to so many of you that are here in this room. So thanks for your investment, thanks for what you do, and thanks for the impact that you make. And the second thing I want to do with this unique group is this. As I was preparing this message and I was thinking, okay, it's January 1st, and I have this this group of people. What would I most want to give to you? And the truth is this. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) So I don't want you to just hear from me. I think the best thing I could do, the best gift that I could give to you guys is to set this up to where you can hear from God today. My deepest desire is that if you could hear from God about what he wants for you in 2023, I think that's the best case scenario for what could take place this morning. If I could give you anything, it would be to go, okay, how do you hear from God this morning? Now, I think all of you understand this clearly. I don't have the ability to control God. Never will, never have. But I do believe that God wants to speak to every single person in this room and has something for every single person in this room in the upcoming year. And so what I want to do is try to create a space for you to hear from him. I want to create that opportunity and give you the chance to listen and to see what God is calling you to. So because of that, this morning is not going to be a morning where I want you to just listen to me talk the entire time. Some of you guys are like, yes. But I'm going to ask of you that you would participate in this. Most of you probably got notes on the way in, and the notes are going to be there. I rarely have notes, especially this, many of them. They're there for a reason. I want you to interact with this and fill things out. If you don't have it, put it on your phone. But what we're going to do this morning is try to just be really tangible and go, okay, how do we set this up so you hear from God? And part of why this happened is because for me, this Christmas season was fantastic. My wife and I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old, and celebrating Christmas with a seven-year-old and a five-year-old is really awesome. It's incredible. And part of what we do is before we open up gifts, we read through the Christmas story. And now they're at a stage where they're old enough to really understand. And so we talk through, okay, so Jesus came and gave us that, or God sent Jesus as a gift to us to give us that relationship. How does that influence our lives? How does that impact us? What's happened because of that? And we got to tell those stories and talk through that time. And I absolutely cherish that, and I love that. And I know I'm so blessed and so lucky to have that time. But what it also made me do was realize there is times in 2022 where I was putting effort into things that I really probably shouldn't have wasted my time with. I elevated things to a level that they probably did not, actually not probably, they did not need to be elevated to. And I gave things mental space and mental energy, or I worried about things, or I spent time thinking about things that honestly weren't that big of a deal. And I look back at that and I go, I I should learn from that. I don't want to waste my time with things that really don't matter or aren't that big of a deal or shouldn't require that much. And then sitting in that moment, there's also the realization of 
Man, there is things that really, really matter that will last forever. And I want to invest my time in those. That's where I want my energy and my thoughts and everything else to go. And I'm guessing you guys are probably in the same boat, but we're asking the question now of, okay, so how do we do that? And I think this is where you get the church answer that you expect. We ask God and we try to do it his way. If we really want to maximize what we're supposed to do, then we do it God's way. And in Proverbs 16, this is going to be our verse that we're focusing on this morning, or kind of what is the foundation of what we're going to be doing. Proverbs 16, verse 1, it says this, To humans belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the proper answer of the tongue. All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. The Lord works out everything to its proper end, even the wicked for a day of disaster. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this, they will not go unpunished. Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. Through the fear of the Lord, evil is avoided. When the Lord takes pleasure in anyone's way, he causes their enemies to make peace with them. Better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice. In the hearts of humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. And that's what I want us to focus on this morning. How do we commit to the Lord in whatever we do so that he establishes our steps and our ways? And so what we're going to do right now is we're going to shift, okay? And it's going to get really really tangible. And I want you guys to interact. I want you to write stuff down. I want you to spend time. And what we're going to do is we're going to take the five major areas of life, those five big circles that make up life. And what I want you to do is just assess, how did that go for you last year? In 2022, give yourself a grade. You can go A to F, 1 to 10. It doesn't matter. You're not turning it in. This is just for you. But think back, take back and take some time and think back over 2022 and ask yourself, how did I do in that area? And then what went well and what didn't go well? And then the last part of it is going to be this. I want you to take time and ask God, pray and say, God, what do you want for me in 2023 in this area? And see what God has for you in these different areas. You guys good with that? I know it's the first. You guys are, might be sleeping on me. Are we good? Are we ready? Okay, I got a few nods. I'll take it. Appreciate that. Okay. So the first category we're going to look at that I want you to reflect on is this. It's your spiritual life. Some of you guys are going, Josh, everything is spiritual in life. That's, that's true. That's why it went first, okay? But the question is this. How was your spiritual life? And I know for a lot of us, where we go with this is we think back to our habits. We think back to the spiritual habits. We go, how much did I pray? How much did I read? Was I in a community group? How was my quiet time, right? And don't get me wrong. By no means am I saying this is not significant or this is not important. This is absolutely significant and important. But what I want us to remember is the foundation of all those things has to be how much God loves you. If we're not spending time with God because we just want to be connected to him because we know how much he loves us, then we might be doing it for some of the wrong reasons. 
So my question is, how well did you do this past year at remembering how much God loves you? Romans 5, 6 to 8 says, You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While, you, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. How did you do it remembering your value? Did you remember how important and how significant you are to God? Take some time and reflect on that. Write that down. The picture that comes to mind for me in this that I want you guys to think about is Luke 15 with the prodigal son. When the son is walking home and he squandered everything and he's a mess and he's coming back to his father to simply say, Father, I've messed everything up. I've train wrecked everything and all I'm asking is that you bring me back as a servant. I don't need to be a son. I just want to be fed. And the father sees him out in the distance and he goes running out to him. And as soon as he gets to him, he hugs him and he throws his robe on him and he puts the ring on his finger and he says, throw a party because my son's back home. And we get that in Luke 15 and Luke 15 is full of these parables. It's three parables in a row. You have the lost sheep, the lost coin and the lost son. And the point of every single one of them is how much God loves you. So my question is, how did you do it focusing and remembering, instilling yourself on the fact that you're that valuable and God loves you that much? Give yourself a grade. What went well? What didn't go well? And what do you think God's calling you to in that area? Go ahead and write that down. Told you I was going to make you do something this morning. Now, as we start to move on, I want you guys to remember the goal this morning is not to hear me. If you feel like God is putting something on your heart or he's leading you to something right now, continue to pray, continue to write, continue to do what you need to do, and feel 100% free to disregard what I'm saying up here, okay? The goal is for you to hear from him. And the other part is we're not going to have enough time for you to really dig into all these. If you want to stay in this room after, if you want to go home and do this, that's fine. I'm not going to be able to give you enough silence to really fill this in. But again, if you feel like you're being led in something, just continue on with that. The next area I want to look at is this. It's the physical. And if you want to make this about weight and health and diet and those things, that's fine. And I'm not mocking that. I mean, really, that's fine. If that's important and that's a significant thing, do something with that. But I also want us to understand this. I think sometimes we lose sight of the fact that in Scripture it tells us we were knit together in our mother's womb. 
and that God knows the amount of hairs that you have on your head. And so he absolutely knows and gave you that physical body that you have. And I believe that often God speaks to us in that physical body, but sometimes we're not that good at listening. And so my question for you is, as you look back at 2022 and you actually analyze yourself and go, man, do I have so much tension in my body that if someone touches me, my shoulders hurt? Do I carry around so much stress and anxiety that it affects my stomach and my neck and all these other things? Do I have things where I wake up in the morning and I'm just exhausted and I have no energy? Day after day, I just have no energy? And is there a chance that God is using your body to let you know you got to change your habits and you have to change your rhythms? You have to have some Sabbath rest because you're just running yourself completely dry. Or maybe you don't have spiritual disciplines that you need to have, and so you're empty. Take some time and think through that. Rank yourself on how that went last year, what went well and what didn't go well. And the verse that I want to talk about is this. <clears throat> Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. It says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But for some of you, your soul needs rest. And what I want you to remember is that you have the opportunity to have rest and peace and joy. But we don't get those things doing life our way. We have to surrender to what God is calling us to and do in life his way. So take some time and analyze how that went in 2022. And then make sure to ask God, God, what do you want for me in this area in All right, the next one we're going to move into is the intellectual or the work side of things. John 6, 27 says this, Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. And where we get this passage is Jesus has just finished feeding this whole big group of people and he moves on to a different location. And then some of the people come up to him again and they come to him and they're asking for more. Jesus looks at the people and he goes, you're just not getting it. You just want the food that I have to offer you. You want the things that I can give you. 
but I have so much more to give than just food. I have so much more than just food, but all you really want right now is just what I have to offer. And so my question for us is, what are you working for? Do you just want a bigger bank account? Do you want more luxury for yourself? Do you just want more stuff and more things? Or do you have a greater vision, a purpose, something bigger than just yourself that you want to be a part of, that you're striving for, that you're investing in? How did that go in 2022? Give yourself a grade. What was right? What wasn't right? And what do you feel like God's calling you to in 2023? All right, the next area that we're going to move into, and again, sorry, I know I can't give you enough time right now. Uh, the next area we're going to move into is the relational. John thirteen thirty four to 35 says this, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know you are my disciples if you love one another. And the question that I have for you is this. Do you have people in your life that know you well enough that you feel like they truly know you and that they choose to accept you and they choose to love you? And are you returning that favor to them? Because I think most of you are smart enough to understand this. If we have people where they just see the front that we put up or they just see the best foot that we put forward, no matter how much they accept us or no matter how much they love us, we never will feel loved in that situation because we don't feel like it's the real us. It's just the front that we're putting forward. So do you have people that actually know you? that know you well enough for you to feel accepted and loved? And do you have people that you're returning that favor to? That you check in on enough, that you ask them deep enough questions, that you push onto things enough, that, that you truly know them, and that you love them and accept them? Do you have those people in your life, and are you giving that to other people? How did that go in 2022? What went well? What didn't go well? And what do you feel like God's calling you to this upcoming year?
All right. The last area we're going to move into is this. It's the emotional. The question that I would ask you is this. What are the thoughts that you most commonly have about yourself and about your future? And are those the thoughts that you think God would want to be dwelling in your head on a reoccurring basis? What are the thoughts you most commonly have about yourself and about your future, about how God views you? And are those the thoughts that you think God would want you to be dwelling on? You guys have probably heard me say this before because I love this quote. It's a quote that I stole from a different pastor. But the quote is, our life is always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. We are always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. So the question is, what are the strongest thoughts? As you look back at last year, what are the thoughts that go through your head most often and hold the most power? What is it that you believe about yourself, about your future, and about how God sees you? The verse I want us to think about is 1 Peter 2, 9 to 10, and it says this, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. You're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. What are the thoughts that you most common have in your head? What do you believe God thinks about you, and what do you believe when you think about your future? And is that the thought that God wants to be playing through your head on a regular basis? And probably most importantly, what do you think God wants you to have in your head for 2023? Spend some time and think about that. All right, as we wrap this up, band, if you want to come join us, I want to remind you guys, I know I did not give you enough space this morning. You need more time. Take this home, stay in this room, do what you need to do. But the greatest desire, the goal of this morning is not that you would just listen to me. The goal is that you would hear what God has in store for you for 2023, that you would seek him and allow him to establish your plans. And so the last thing that I'm going to ask of you is this. Text your community group, whatever it is you feel like God is calling you to. If you feel like God has put something on your heart, text your group. If you look at what you wrote and you're like, Josh, that's too personal. That's fine. Text one person that you're closest with. The reason being is this. There's two things. 
One, we are way more successful when we bring other people on the journey with us and we don't just try to do it alone. The odds of success are exponentially higher. But the other thing that I think is incredibly important is this. We need to hear each other's ideas and need to hear what God is doing in your life because maybe God wants to do the same thing in my life, and so I need to hear your idea or your thoughts. We need to share those things so we can use each other's ideas and also implement those things into our lives. And the second thing is this. If we don't apply these, if you just sit here and listen to me, it's going to do us no good. And so make sure to apply those things in January, on January, well, it is January now. On January 15th, we're kicking off a new season of community groups, and we're trying a new thing, and it's a program called Rooted. And the whole goal of it is to have you experience these things, not just talk about them. And so I would ask you to join a group come January 15th and go through the Rooted program with us and try to experience these things and make sure that we implement these things in our life So that when we get to the end of 2023 and we come to that Christmas season, we look back and we go, man, I invested my time and my energy and my resources in things that really mattered. I'm grateful for the year I got to have because it was invested in things that made a difference and that will last forever. And my hope and my prayer is that as we get to the end of next year, you would all look back at that and go, man, what I did made a difference. That was a fulfilling year. I followed what God had for me, and I guarantee if we follow what God has for us, it will be an incredible year. So continue this. Search God's heart and ask him what he wants for you. Let me pray. Lord, I thank you so much for how much you love us, for the fact that you're invested in our lives and you have plans for us and you have desires for us, Lord. That's an incredible gift, and I don't think most of us realize how amazing that is. Lord, allow us to sit in that and to truly seek you, to ask for your guidance, Lord, and to have others come around us and help us follow whatever it is you're leading us to in 2023, Lord. Thank you so much for having a plan for us and having a purpose for us. Lord, I ask that we would live into that and experience the fulfillment, the peace, and the joy that comes from that, Lord. We love you, and I thank you so much for the people in this room, Father. Amen.